0: Welcome to episode three of the cuckoo attack so this <laughs> week we're going to talk about games that we've been playing recently we're going to finally talk about the pokemon sh- uh, sword and shield impressions that we have i don't know how much we're going to get into that because you know they only show the <laughs> one trailer we're not huge well i'm not a huge pokemon fan but um, we're also going to talk about castle Crashers remastered coming to switch and ps4 patrick will be covering that and uh, then we're going to review what's been going on with GDC this past week with uh, Google, Microsoft, and just talk about some general things about streaming. And, of course, this week we also had uh, Nindies Direct, which were the indie games that are new coming to Switch, and we will talk about those and what we thought about what was announced. So, uh, Patrick, what have you been playing recently?
1: Yeah, well, uh, one game we both played recently, because I went over to your... Uh, place to help you see the end, the true ending of Hollow Knight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was that was really after cool, secret, man. I, I kind of got addicted and played more of it. <laughs> I saw every time I
0: picked up my Switch, like for the next couple days after that, it was like, you know, your account name was on Hollow Knight again. <laughs> I was like, what have I done? What is this kid doing now? <laughs> But no that was really cool. I was glad you came over. Um you know, you pointed out that I was missing a bot of uh I uh, can't speak. I was missing a bunch of the uh charms and I had a little less health masks than you did. And I didn't have the two items required to um, see the final ending which were the uh what was it the vessel, the hollow vessel or something
1: like that. Yeah, so so there's like the I think it's like the King's Soul and some other kind of like two halves of the charm that combined. And then, if you're able to find both these charms, you can take it to this secret location all the way down. I don't want to spoil too much for people who want to find it still, but basically, it unlocks a, a new ending for where when you face the final boss, it opens up a new path for the true final boss. And oh my gosh, it's one of the coolest. Yeah, that box- was. You've never <laughs> it was really
0: cool i mean i remember seeing like i played the game i beat it i beat the boss i saw the uh you know the one ending and um thought that boss was pretty tough by itself but then mm. watching you fight him and seeing you know kind of what happens after that was uh pretty intense i don't think it's something that i would have been able <laughs> to handle on my own or it would have, but it probably would have cost a few Joy-Con sets after the frustration, <laughs> so...
1: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty tough, even even if you know what's coming, like, yeah. I, replaying that for you, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm having a hard time here.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, you died, like, I don't know, you, you started dying to the point where I just got up and started doing something else, and then I was like... <laughs> Tell me when you beat them <laughs> just because like, uh, at
1: which point I was like, all right, I need to switch to my profile. Cause I got more stuff. Yeah. I can, I might have a little more of a fighting chance. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then of course you did it pretty quick after that. But, um, but no, that was awesome. I was glad you came over and showed me that. And you know, you yeah. uh, helped me beat the trader Lord, which when I tried to <laughs> do that myself, I just got absolutely wrecked due to not <laughs> playing the game in you know, a few months, but, um, yeah that was it was good it was it was really nice to see that so uh thank you for doing that sir that was you're welcome
1: yeah that was good and then and then basically you got me back on the hollow knight train because i realized i hadn't done all the god's master dlc that came out yeah and that's it seems like just a boss rush mode but there's actually some new bosses in there if you don't know um you basically face a series of bosses and then if you can get to the end there's a new boss which is pretty cool for like each of the trials so um it's been fun finding more new hollow knight content um the one i was just playing before you uh we started this call was uh actually the final boss the the vessel before like the true final boss but he's like all tripped out now he's not like killing himself anymore he's just oh my gosh he's so much harder yeah (laughs) I was like playing that past hour trying to figure out how it's new patterns I couldn't
0: even beat the like the dream battles of all the other bosses so I don't even want to (laughs) attempt to mess with the boss rush modes because it'll just it'll just send me over the edge
1: other games we've been playing um or I can talk about a few that I've been playing specifically uh one was uh Star Tropics which was the NES game that just came out if you have Switch Online for this month. Um kind of like a Zelda meets Earthbound-ish gameplay. Weird sense of humor, top-down perspective of a boy who, like, travels these islands attacking with yo-yos and bat, baseball bats. Um, Sounds like Earthbound. And, yeah. <laughs> the humor of the game is so weird, but I really dig it. It's like all the characters and islands are named after, like, Soda is like Cola Island or something. It's really weird. Yeah. And just so many bizarre things that happen. It's got such a weird sense of humor. Um, I should note, if you haven't played this game before, there is one area where you will get stuck in this game because the answer is not in the game. Um, You will meet a robot who's asking for a frequency code and... Back in the day, this code was hidden in the actual physical manual that you had to, like, dip in water, and then you'd get the answer to the code. It was, like, a weird meta puzzle. So if you get to that part in the game, just Google the answer, because you won't find it in the game. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually was going to ask you about that when we were talking about it earlier. Um, if, if
0: you know, you had to Google that, I assumed so. I did. But, I did. <laughs> okay, and I, didn't, I wanted to know if you uh, just Googled the answer or knew exactly yep. where it came from, so... <laughs> Yeah, I heard about that as well. I thought that was pretty ridiculous. And apparently, if you had the virtual console version that came out on the Wii, it actually came with the manual, with the code. It gave you, like, a
1: digital manual. Yeah, a digital
0: manual that gave you that code. So, kind of dropped the ball on that, but... I mean, yeah, maybe
1: they'll patch it later. It seems like an overs, a dumb oversight though that they didn't in the first place. Yeah, so.
0: I, everybody has Google, and all these guides are online. Yeah, so at least it's not I mean, something it, like randomly I
1: generated response to do it. Just I feel bad if anyone was like wasted time in the game trying to find an answer otherwise. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, yeah. That's cool. I've I've bought that game like four or five times on NES, and I actually have it right now. It's on that little shelf right there behind me um <laughs> and i've wanted to play it and i should play it and i just haven't done it so now that it's on switch maybe i'll get around to playing it just to have you know finally experience it um, as soon as i heard it was like a zelda game i was like on board i know uh, yeah, right? one of my friends he he used to always talk about star tropics like always when we were kids and stuff and i just For whatever reason i never borrowed it from them or i never played it but i just i that's pretty much all i have ever heard about it but i've
1: heard good things
0: for the most part
1: it's got it's got some clever puzzles some fun action and the one thing that makes the switch version awesome is just the suspend feature being able to create like instant save points on wherever you are because that game is brutally difficult and even more so like when you die they don't even respond you with full health so it actually just makes it harder when you die (laughs) so uh being able to like suspend point like moments when you have like full health is a godsend it's just so good (laughs) yeah yeah that's cool man yeah i really want to check
0: that out um hopefully soon we'll see yeah
1: and then um the last game i've been playing recently was the uh this puzzle indie game called the gardens between um, you it's basically these like little diorama islands that spin around and you're trying to get these two characters to the end of the puzzle of the island. By, and you only have like one action that you, do. you can like fast forward time or rewind time. And if you're like not holding any buttons, everything kind of stands still um, and kind of have to, think about how you manipulate the scenes like certain objects will be falling in the scene or like characters will be hopping and you can like put the items on them and then fast forward and they'll hop somewhere else so that you can pick them up and that's some pretty clever puzzles um and like the music's so chill and cool the dioramas of the islands have like all these cool childhood objects like nes controllers and water balloons and old school computers and it's just really neat um my only criticism of the game is it's a very short game uh it right when it, the puzzles start to get interesting and you think like it's about to step up the game's done it's like a, like a two hour game for what i think when it's not on sale is 20 dollars. it's kind oh, of expensive uh, yeah <laughs> yeah i never heard
0: of it until i uh i went on switch and saw like you were playing it and again i had no idea what it was and um I hadn't seen you play it very long, so the fact that you just told I, me. you I mean, beat I just it. started it this <laughs> yeah. week. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. That's, and you said you beat Star Tropics, too. I was like, man, all you are doing is getting it in this week, beating two games. and
1: yeah. yeah, It felt like an accomplished week.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's good. So. But,
1: uh, but Star Tropics, I mean, uh, The Gardens Between has a, has a good story and enough positive trades that it's a fun game. I think it's worth checking out if it's on sale.
0: Cool. I'll keep an eye out then. I, I like I like some puzzle games too. It's always always a good way to kill some time. That's
1: pretty much all I've
0: been playing is uh, I've been playing some Tetris 99. Um, not winning, of course. Getting to like <laughs> third place and getting destroyed by the last two people, or getting like 90th place because I get an entire screen of blocks thrown on me in two seconds, like I mentioned last time. So um played that but i did finally have some success with uh finishing up one of my backlog titles and that was uh thimbleweed park that's right. um so i bought this game on pc when it first came out uh, really excited it was uh I believe is ron gilbert he's like uh, maniac mansion did a lot of those point and click adventure games from uh <laughs> lucas arts back in the 90s and uh so we had like maniac mansion day of the tentacle um and, you know, a bunch of the other ones that were out there that he did. Those are my favorites, the Maniac Mansion series. Um, so I was... I picked it up on Switch as well, just because I, was, I wasn't I was very far in it on PC. And I was like, oh, I'll play it on Switch. So I, um, you know, I'll hopefully get into it a little more, being portable. Um, yeah. But with that being said, um, if you like those point-and-click adventure games, play it on PC. Because <laughs> I, I think... Like, when I was a kid, I beat Maniac Mansion on NES. Like, when it first came out, that's when I played it. I never played it on PC. I've only played the NES version. I mean, I've played the DOS version since, but um, I only played the NES version, and then having, like, you know, I know that soundtrack, that music, so when I play the DOS version, sometimes it's a little weird to me, because it's a, you know, (laughs) things sound different, things look different. Um, I'm just used to the NES port, But, um that's definitely the downfall of, you know, using a D-pad to control a cursor across the screen is very tedious. And, um, that was the same thing in this game. I mean, there's a few shortcuts you can do to jump around the menus a little bit. Um, cause you have your action items in the bottom lower corner and, right. um, it wasn't, it wasn't horrible, but it was mostly like traveling. I felt like this game was, um, you had to travel throughout the entire town and then you'd have to travel to different locations on the map. And, um, if you had the map, it's not so bad cause you can click on the location and it will automatically send the person there through this, you know, little map screen, little overview screen. So it kind of fast travels, but unless I miss something, which is very possible, it felt like I had to always go out to the road in order to see the map view, unless I had the map in my inventory, and I only had one map, so maybe I could have bought a map for every single person, I don't know, I didn't pay attention to that. Um, So I just felt like it was a little tedious in that aspect, Uh, I just felt like it was too big, like, the point and click adventure games, I've like again, I've played Maniac Mansion, Day of the Tentacle, I've played some of the other ones too, like... Um, the LucasArts stuff, like uh, they had their *Salmon Max*. There was *Hit the Road*. There was uh, *Indiana Jones: Fate of Atlantis*, I think, or something like that. And then there was um, *Full Throttle*, was another one of those point-and-click adventures based on the Scum engine. Um, but they—I guess some of those are a little bigger. But my favorites have always been *Day of the Tentacle*, *Maniac Mansion*, and it's very um, enclosed in this one house like maniac mansion is it's a house and it feels quicker i guess to move around um Mm -hmm. it's just easier it's not you're not having to do all this traveling around i just felt like just
1: like confined but like still elegant to like yeah yeah i mean there's definitely times
0: where it got tedious you'd have to go to like the top of the mansion and then you're like oh i gotta go all the way to the basement (laughs) so you go down and you go back and forth so um but with that being said it was still a very fun game uh there's a bunch of puzzles that i ended up using a guide for most of the end of the game just because i just wanted it off my backlog and the game came out and it was like close to launch to launch title on switch and i'm pretty sure i had it before that i think the copyright was 2017 so it was either 2016 or 2017 when it came out on pc as well and um i just wanted it done. I wanted to beat it when to see the ending. and I thought the ending was cool. I thought it was a really well done game, but there were some puzzles that I just never would have even known what to do, um, which I feel like some of the you know the older games I didn't have that, but um, but again, it was it was fun. I was glad I beat it. I'm sorry, I'm rambling about it, but um, I was glad to have that. Finally off my backlog list, which I actually made a list here of what I have left to play on my backlog. Oh, currently. <laughs> it's not very long. But I've got Axiom Verge, which I talked about. I bought that on the Wii U, and I bought it on Switch, and I barely played it. Um, I have Okami HD on Switch. The game.
1: (laughs) The Messenger
0: (laughs) on Switch. And then I picked up uh, Katamari Damacy Reroll, so I got to check that out again. And then I also had South Park Stick of Truth, but I took that off the list because I just can't get into it. And if I want to see it, I'm just going to watch a playthrough online. Uh, and then I didn't want to buy anything new due to having this backlog of, you know, some pretty decent games there. Um, but SteamWorld Dig and SteamWorld Dig 2 were both on sale. I think SteamWorld Dig was 2 bucks or 3 bucks, And then SteamWorld Dig 2 was like 8 bucks. And I used my Nintendo eShop Gold Points and got both games for, like, $5 total. So, that's,
2: that's worth it.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I've really wanted to play those. I hadn't played them yet, and I figured that that was the best thing I'm going to do um, to play those. So out of those, you know, six games I have on my list to play, I don't know what I'm going to start next. <laughs> so we'll see. Maybe Okami or maybe The Messenger. I don't know. We'll see.
1: Yeah, I gotta I gotta figure out what's next on my list after beating those two games this uh this week. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm not even talking about backlog of like NES stuff and you know everything <laughs> on that shelf behind me. <laughs> I'm just talking pretty much about my Switch backlog. Yeah, <laughs> just because it's you know like I said it's what I get to play. So so yeah, that pretty much wraps up what I've been up to as far as recent gaming.
1: Cool, cool, yeah. Now you got me curious what I got, got on my backlog. I should boot up the Switch real quick and just see. <laughs> uh, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think. I know I still have like a couple indie games I picked up when they were on sale a while back. Uh, Night in the Woods. Um, I've got Forgotten Anne, which is this weird kind of platforming the story-based game it, the animation almost looks like zelda 2 but i mean that's zelda 2 i mean like uh the cdi zelda is like the really yeah. bad animation. the russian the russian animated yeah. ones <laughs> but in some way weirdly this it seems to work in this game like it has a distinct look to it that is like just appealing i don't know why <laughs> um i got tumble seed i've got i think i had tumble seed Oh, yeah. I, I have
0: Tumble Seed on PC. Oh, I don't even want to talk about my Steam backlog. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, 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 we don't need to go into that. <laughs> my Steam backlog. Oh, the summer sales, they'll get you
1: every time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's see what else I got.
1: Diablo 3, I haven't really I saw you were finished. playing
0: that yesterday. I yeah. Think, like, when I was yeah. on finishing up Thimble. Um,
1: and what a The Blob 2 and Bomb Chicken. So, I, yeah, I got a bunch of games to go through still bomb chicken was fun i remember playing that at your place that is the... fun i was it was getting very hard which is why i think i need to just take a break maybe i'll try and finish that though <laughs>
0: yeah well speaking of taking a break let's take our first break real quick and we will be right back
1: So, what's next on our list? It's, uh, we've got. we didn't cover Pokemon.
0: Yeah, Pokemon Sword and Shield. So, um, yes. we've kind of put this off two episodes due to talking about other stuff way too long. <laughs> and um, I personally don't have much to say that's positive about it, <laughs> just because <laughs> I'm, I'm not the biggest Pokemon fan to begin with. Um, I pretty much played red and blue and yellow. And then I recently ran through Let's Go. Um, I think I, I think I played Ruby, too, on GBA just a little bit. Um, that was kind of the last one. I bought that when I was in high school, and it was just kind of like, I don't know. I think I was out of it. Didn't have any interest. Um, but I did go back to Let's Go. Let's Go, I I enjoyed it um, just due to the fact of seeing uh, Pokemon on the overworld and um, uh, being able to skip a lot of the battles that kind of make Pokemon very grindy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was kind of hoping for that in this new one. And from what we can tell on the trailer that they showed that that's not going to be the case.
1: Doesn't look like it, <laughs> it
0: looks like a three DS Pokemon. That's been up slightly. <laughs> that's
1: yep. It, it looks like more Pokemon just on the switch. Just Yeah. Slightly prettier and more of what you've come to expect. So
0: they're either being very safe with the franchise or they are just trying to get this out on Switch. Because you know it's going to be a system seller for the people that haven't got it yet. They're going to get that, that, you know...
1: True. They Pokemon don't want to game. wait. Yeah, that's <laughs> essentially Pokemon free money coming. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, they'll get that released and then maybe we'll see something switched up in the franchise later. I don't know
1: if we will. I doubt it. Um but... Yeah, if you know game freak they they take very slow baby steps at improving the series. But uh Yeah, I was I was kind of in the same boat as you. I was hoping for more of a bigger risk or something to change up the series because like a lot of franchises have come for switch they've been shaking up the franchise and just trying something really new and cool and for the most part it's paid off for what they've done um yeah.
0: like there was a big rumor or at least people talking about like oh the new pokemon's gonna cheat. it's gonna blow your mind The people that talked about it and then like so everyone of course was speculating like oh it's gonna be like breath of the wild you're gonna be in this like you know 3d world running around finding (laughs) monsters and i hear that i'm like awesome sounds great um just because you know i the grindiness of pokemon especially just overhead that kind of stuff i thought would be really fun if you're doing it in this exploration 3d world running around kind of having those same mechanics of like just going anywhere and everywhere to find what you're looking for. I think that would have been really, really neat. Not not the uh, the standard formula, but that's fine. People people are going to enjoy it. Um, it will not end up on my Switch. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's fine. It's, you know, had to at least talk about it for a minute. We said we'd talk about it, and it did not meet any of the expectations that I was hoping for, but I can't get upset about it because I know a lot of people are really going to enjoy it, and that's the formula that works. And yeah, that's that's
1: about it. That's a good point. Like, people, it's it it knows it's an audience, and I'm sure the audience will enjoy it. Um, I thought it would have been cool if maybe they tried the more like just a little more interaction in the battles if you're able to like move or dodge, like kind of mix in. Pokken tournament with your traditional turn-based attacks, but, um, I mean, it doesn't have to be, like, a fighting game, but just a little more interaction would be cool. But I guess that's not what this entry is going to be. I think the only reason my excitement is not as high as others might be is... um, You look at the trailer last year for Pokémon Let's Go, and even though that's, like, a more casual game and whether a lot of those features were successful or not um it showed a lot more ambition for new ideas the like pokemon in the overworld and cooperative play and just so much interesting ideas that it actually did get me excited and then you see this and it's just more of the same it's just like okay that's nice so <laughs> yeah so i
0: guess you know you there was a lot of backlash when they talked about let's go just because it's like Oh, Pokemon Go! I I hate Pokemon Go, and you know this is just mm-hmm. like that. But like you know that there there's some good stuff in Pokemon Go. Um, you know, Pokemon yeah. Go got me kind of back into Pokemon to begin with. Um, uh, I enjoyed it a lot. I played it a lot. My wife plays it a lot. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> currently, so um, you know that kind of gets me into it still. Um, not as much as she does, but I'm still. If it's a nice weekend, we'll go out for a walk, play, and and it's fine. It's it's a good way to walk around and do stuff so it was nice to see some of those things like the overworld pokemon and you know stuff on the um let's go and even the interaction between let's go and pokemon go being able to transfer pokemon to the let's go park and um you know you can catch something in real life and then put it in the game it was it was cool Interesting, and, yeah. and it yeah. would have been cool to have that. I mean, maybe they will have that in the game. We haven't heard that much. That's true. They might this have was something. Very,
1: very early look at the game, so there's still plenty of time for them to possibly introduce new features or ideas that could be incorporated into this game. Yeah.
0: So, so I mean, we'll see more about it, but I mean, based off of what they showed, I, I don't think it's for me, and that's just, <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah so
0: yeah so, let's move on <laughs> all right sure we'll move on so um castle crashers remastered was announced for switch and ps4 yes. and you have told me that i need to play this game
1: absolutely so absolutely why
0: do i need to play this game
1: <laughs> it's a it's a great indie like co-op brawler game like those side scrolling just beat 'em ups uh, like the old capcom uh, games Konami yeah, yeah, but you'd find a lot of like, arcades and stuff. And it's just... There's a lot of dumb fun. Just like really dumb jokes and just... But the animation is so much fun and just... Uh, it's a It's a great game to play through. And like every character you see in that game, all the enemies, every single one, you can eventually unlock and then play as them and then level them up. And just, it's so much so many characters and weapons and you get little like animal companions that follow you and they like make little hearts or like farts or it's just so such a dumb bizarre game and that's if you told me you
0: said my my stupid humor would uh it would be great <laughs> for watching that right
1: or for i mean you game. like dumb kind of humor that wasn't like insulting you but <laughs>
0: insult i'm insulted i'm insulted sir <laughs>
2: but yes it has a
1: lot of stupid kind of crude but funny humor um there's like one level that's you're riding these deers to escape this giant monster cat and like the only way that you can prepare yourself for it is the deers are like pooping themselves out and farting and like shooting you forward (laughs) it's just such a weird (laughs)
0: sounds like something up my alley (laughs) i'll have to check it out
1: so, uh, um, so, definitely have... we'll pick it up and we can play it together. Is yeah. there a
0: online play for that?
1: I don't know if I saw that in the trailer. Um, I don't see why they wouldn't, but yeah, I'm not sure. I'm I not... know
0: the um, was it the Konami beat 'em up collection or the SNK beat 'em up collection that recently came out? Maybe it was Capcom, I don't remember. I think it was Capcom, Capcom beat 'em up collection came out few years ago or a few months ago and that had um pretty sure that had online oh cool online for like uh knights of the round and um what are some of those other capcom beat-em-ups captain commando no i don't remember but anyway there's a bunch of games on there that were uh you know back from that day and I'm pretty sure they added online. So that'll be
1: cool. If it has online, then um, that would be cool. I'll consider I mean, At the very least it'll have local co-op, but yeah, online would be cool too. Yeah.
0: I mean, if it has local co-op, that's fine. It's just easier yeah. to get those other games going, but
1: um, yeah, I'll check it out.
0: I'll take a look at it. I'll at least check out the trailer. I didn't, I didn't even see the trailer. You just. Yeah. To- yeah. Check
1: it out. I mean, it's a very old game. It's like, I'm pretty sure it's like 10 years old back when it debuted on like Xbox live arcade, but it was such a fun game and. If you haven't experienced it, it's it's worth checking out. Yeah, I will check it out. Let's see
0: when did it come out. It looks like it came out in twenty twelve on Steam. So, okay. Oh wait, initial release was no, Steam. Steam was after, I think. Yeah, later. Initial, initial release was Xbox Live Arcade in August twenty seventh two thousand eight. Yeah. So yeah, oh. that's <laughs> that's really really old game, eleven, 11 years old. <laughs> yeah it was like
1: back in the day of like new ground flash games and stuff
0: (laughs) i remember that stuff yeah that's like all i did in high school those like (laughs) watch those stupid flash videos and play those games and yeah that's good stuff All right, so GDC 2019 was this past week, and uh, we had a couple topics come out of that. So we had... Go
1: ahead. (laughs)
0: Yeah, so, well, basically, so we had Google and Microsoft both kind of talk about their streaming services. Um, So let's let's talk about Google first. You know, they they released a teaser trailer saying that they're going to have an announcement in gaming, um, in the gaming space, um, at GDC on the 18th, right? Or was it the 19th? It was the 19th. So, the trailer showed kind of like a start screen of, you know, multiple different types of games. You had, like, a space game. You had what looked like you were, like, running out of a castle to go to battle. You had another screen that looked like you were in, like, the pit of, like, a racing game.
1: tactical mm-hmm. um, mushrooms and just, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, just trying to show, like, you know, get ready, this is gonna be big. And, um, so, of course, I was, you know, very interested to see what Google was gonna bring. The rumor was it was gonna be a set-top box console,
1: um, mm-hmm. with... Because there were, like, leaks of, like, patents of controller and stuff like that so
0: yeah so they um they that rumor had like you know it's going to be a set top box with streaming um streaming the games to them so what ended up coming out of this was google stadia which is a streaming service that is used through chrome so from what it sounds like, every device that has Chrome on it, whether it be a PC, laptop, tablet, phone, <laughs> um, or even or the, the beefed up Chromecast, will yeah, allow TV you. Yes, yeah, so you can play on your TV, uh, will allow you the ability to play AAA titles <laughs> at full graphic fidelity.
1: Um, I just I just laugh at that just because they use the word AAA so much during that. Did they,
0: Yeah, I don't even remember. <laughs> play, but <laughs> so to play them, instant, no download required. Um, basically, all the power, all the processing power, is done on the backend servers at Google um, throughout their massive um, server farm networks that go across the world. So. It sounds cool. I think it's cool. I don't know if it's for me, but um, I think the instant access is a, a really neat idea, especially with uh, the amount of patching that goes on currently on physical games as well as um, even your downloaded games. You, you still have to update those those system files. Um, so that's I think that's one way to solve that problem. And uh, before we get into, like, Negatives. I'm just going to kind of go over the features I think are neat. All right. Um, so you have the instant access. I think it's really cool. The ability to flip from what they showed in the demo was you could play a game on your laptop and then say, you know, you stop. You have to stop the game and then you go out and you get on the bus or something or you get on a flight. Oh, I wouldn't say a flight because... Streaming you probably
1: won't have service. Yeah, streaming on the flight's <laughs> going to be
0: awful. But anyway, say say you're on a bus and you're on your mobile <laughs> device, you could pick up your phone and pick right back up where you were. At least that's what they showed. Now, again, I don't know if that'll work over mobile or internet, but let's just say for this, you know, this demonstration, it does work that way. Um, and then again, you could pick it up on another device and it work as well. Um, and it looked like the controls all trans
1: um transposed per device Mm -hmm. so you could i think you could play pretty much with whatever devices control schemes that are available other than i think for the tv and the chromecast you had to have the google controller yeah i think they decide on that otherwise
0: so so yeah you had to have the controller for the tv the chromecast from what it showed um Mm -hmm. But it was cool that you could, you know, I, I like first-person shooters with mouse and keyboard, so if there's the option where I can play the same game as my friends but with a mouse and keyboard on, on my computer with my friends that are playing on console, that's awesome. That's a game changer to me <laughs> because, you know, there's the talk about cross-platform, blah, blah, blah. I don't know how that's going to work out. Uh, or what exactly they meant by that. We were talking about that a little uh, after the announcement. But um if you know having that freedom of using the controller you want to use I think is awesome. And they even said that Google Stadia will um pretty much use any USB controller that you can plug into your PC if you're playing on PC. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't know. I think, I think it's definitely neat as far as that. Um, the, the other feature I thought was really cool was the YouTube integration. And I'm not a huge, you know, I don't watch a lot of people on YouTube. I don't really follow that scene too much, but I thought it was a really neat idea that you can, if your content creator is playing on Google Stadia, they can link that to their YouTube channel and then form a queue where you can jump into the game the same game that you're watching live i think that's really neat that's yeah. that's cool it feels like something that you should probably do on like twitch but i think amazon owns twitch or amazon yeah some sort of I've thing made, on twitch google
1: youtube so
0: <laughs> so google owns youtube so they're obviously competing in that space but um I think that it's still a really cool feature, being able to just, you know, instantly have that queue, um, depending on how it works out, of course, I mean, um, you know, we talked a little bit about this, there's there's questions that need to be answered, uh, we don't know what games are going to be on there, um, other Ye- than Assassin's Creed American
1: and Doom. Yeah. yeah, so we have
0: Assassin's Creed and Doom, um, so Doom's there, it's id Software, which I believe is owned by Bethesda, so it seems like Bethesda's kind of getting on board with everything new coming out, <laughs> like, <laughs> which is fine, that's that's cool, I mean, a lot of people play, you know, their games, they're they're a pretty big company at this point, um, I'm sure Skyrim will be on it, it's on everything, <laughs> so... Um, so there's that, um, you know, we don't know what's going to be on it. Um, they talked about 4k streaming on a 25 megabyte internet connection, which I mean, (laughs) it could work. I don't, I'm not going to say it doesn't. We'll see. We'll see what happens when it comes out. And, um, um, you know, we'll see if there's latency issues. They say that there'll be very low latency. Um, which I can believe. I think I think if everything's running internally, if you're playing everybody else that's in the Google Stadia platform, I think you'll have very low latency just because you're not going to be making that internet hop. You're, you're going to be projected that video. It's just going to be your input signals that are getting sent from your device to the server, which I think that's why it might work because it's going to be a lot less... Um, it's a lot less uh, stuff for the console to send out to make that multiplayer sending you frames and receiving signals and all that stuff. But again, it's something we'll have to see how it works out um, when it comes out. And I think the most important thing, which we can, you know, we'll talk about this, is the the price and how Mm -hmm. they're going to do this. So um, I know we both kind of have some thoughts on that.
1: <laughs> well yeah, it could be like so many things that they didn't even like touch on. Is this gonna be like a monthly or yearly service? Is this gonna be you buy the game like full retail price? Like we have no idea. Just gonna really make or break what this ends up being. because yeah, uh-huh.
0: I think if you if you have to pay sixty bucks for the game still um, like for each game, I don't I don't know if that's gonna work in this situation um maybe it will maybe people you know look more at the convenience factor of being able to play it on anything i mean it works for switch um but but... there's still
1: the, the, the sense of like you're not really owning this game you have no ownership over it
0: yeah like you don't have the ownership of the game you don't have you know there's no physical copy obviously there's um there's obviously the internet issue where if you don't have service, you're not going to be able to play. So that's always <laughs> a a bonus of having something that's downloaded locally.
1: Oh, no offline play for which seems like silly for single player experiences. Um. Yeah. Um, so you know that, and that could be get
0: get pretty expensive at the same time. I mean, like you like we were saying, there's no. Um, there's no production cost for anything, but I mean all the all that cost is the back end server usage as well as the you know the data the bandwidth. So there are going to be costs, but I don't know what they're going to yeah. do. Um, it
1: definitely seems more geared towards a kind of like annual fee setup rather than
0: yeah. All right.
1: Maybe they might even do like both. You don't, you just don't know. Like yeah. every other console has a online fee now to play games online. So
0: yeah, so it'll it'll be interesting to see what comes out of it. Um, I I think what would make the most sense is like a monthly fee, but that monthly fee, um, you know, I threw out when we were randomly talking, just like <laughs> hundred bucks, hundred bucks a month, <laughs> but that gives you access to Every single massive title that's on there, um, but again, we don't know how many are going to be there, so that was just you know arbitrary number thrown out, <laughs> so, you know, just <laughs> in general talk. But um, um, mostly because you know, if you buy two two physical games that come out launch day, you're going to be spending 120 bucks. So if you buy two games a month on average, you're still saving 20 bucks, and you're not having that console fee on top of it. Um, that initial console fee, and then you're not gonna have to pay for a new console when the next version of the game comes out that your PC can't handle now, or your new console, you know, doesn't get that full performance out of. But again, 100 bucks is that's way too much. Um, I yeah, think if something yeah. came out like 30, 40 bucks a month, I think it would be, it'd probably do pretty good. I don't see that being too bad. Uh, but again, it all comes down to the content that's available that's really the case um um yeah like we don't have a lot of physical stores anymore um other than redbox which redbox, you know, redbox games works yeah Gamefly as yeah. well but even when you see like redbox there's a lot of um i hear a lot of stories where people steal the games and they'll like they'll get a oh. they'll get like a redbox disc out and it's literally a photocopied disc that somebody just cut the paper out because it's got the barcode on the inside that the machine reads.
1: Goodness. (laughs) So, yeah,
0: I mean, that's... There's real no way to rent games other than, you know, Gamefly and Redbox. That's pretty much it. But if you can rent a game, like you rent a movie now, for five bucks, and you can instantly play it, pause it, save it, do whatever in the game, and then... I would imagine there'd be, if that's the case, there'd be some system that's going to have your save in the cloud. So if you want to rent it again or purchase that game or purchase your subscription, however they do it, I think that's game changer. It's huge. Mm -hmm. If they can do something like that. Um, And if that's the way it goes, I think I will be on board because, you know, say say your friend, say Stadia is cross-play available to like... You know, let's throw it out there, Destiny 2. And you've got a group of your friends playing Destiny 2, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to check out Destiny 2 this weekend. You pick it up for, you know, five bucks. You get it for two, three days. You play with your friends. If you like it, you keep it. If you don't like it, you don't. And, you know, your investment was five bucks, and you're playing it on whatever device you have. You don't have to be like, oh, well, my friends are playing Xbox, so let me go buy an Xbox or a PS4. And,. Then I had yeah so there's your initial, you know, three hundred dollar investment just to play a game that you probably never would have played anyway. You know, no one's gonna do that. But this will this will make, I think it can make more people that wouldn't play a certain game get into another game, like get into something new. Mm-hmm. I think there's definitely um, there's definitely a place for it, but there's a lot of unknown. Mostly with the pricing structure, as well as the um, the availability. Are we going to see Nintendo games? Are we going to see PlayStation games? Are we going to see Xbox games? Um, or is this going to be strictly on a you know, quote unquote third party um, you know development? Or Google? Yeah,
1: it's going to be a little hard to get some of those other developers. Uh, yeah. I mean, per- I hope you're so <laughs> Yeah, and again,
0: like that's 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 the flaw. I think that's, but I don't know how you can't overcome that. I don't think. No, I mean maybe <laughs> maybe Xbox, but then they're trying to do their own streaming thing too. So, um, mm. and even Sony has their own thing. So, um, you're really you're building this up for your third-party developers. Your EA, your Ubisoft, your Bethesda's, you know, Rockstar, stuff like that. So, we'll see what comes out of it. Um, the controller, I thought, looked like every other PlayStation controller I've seen before. Just like a mix of a Xbox and a PS4 controller with the thumbsticks down low, which I don't like. Yeah,
1: I, I, I prefer my analog sticks to be like at different heights i don't really like when they're at the same level yeah but it's a controller you know yeah yeah anything too fancy or special
0: yeah it's pretty much the same it had the konami code on the back of it and so, <laughs> i yeah, saw, that. You saw that yeah <laughs> so that was we'll see what that does i know a while back google did a uh Google had like an Easter egg on the homepage. If you typed in the Konami code, it would do something. I don't remember what it did.
1: Yeah, it some some fun Easter eggs on there. Do my a, favorite is you type in do a barrel roll. Yeah. and And like full screen spins. Yeah, that's my favorite too. So, <laughs> I mean,
0: if, I think if anyone's going to do streaming successfully, you're going to have, it's going to be Google or Microsoft to pull it off. They have the infrastructure. They have the back end, They have the server farms. they, I think they can do it but it really comes down to what the consumer does and that's all going to be based on performance and price so and availability of you know titles so we will see what happens
1: yeah um yeah like you said it, it definitely comes down to like hitting the right price and of course functioning correctly like um you mentioned like Destiny or stuff. Like I, I played that and like Titanfall with a bunch of friends when those games were popular. And then, ended up selling the games later just because once you were done with them, there wasn't really much reason to keep them. It was kind of like a one and done game. So yeah, and the resale on those See, games are like, nothing. This game types of experiences <laughs> working well for this. Um, assuming that this works as well as they advertise it to be, I I remain skeptical. It seemed a very idealistic how they're setting this up to be i don't imagine everyone's experience is going to be as fluid or perfect as what they're advertising but um maybe they'll they'll offer trial ways to test it out and hopefully that way there will be people able to see if this works for them or not um
0: yeah i'm looking forward. it i signed up on their website to get more information, the I think it's like stadia.google.com or something like that, um, mm-hmm. or google.com/slash/stadia, one or the other. And um, I, I'm definitely interested. Um, you know, I don't think it's gonna move me away from my consoles. I mean, especially not my Nintendo stuff. But I mean, my PC can run everything that I have right now, so it's kind of like whatever. But I mean, you're not yeah. gonna, you're not gonna get VR streaming, you know? So. Um, there's definitely some things that will not come to this platform, but for, you know, some of those bigger third party, especially the, you know, mass multiplayer online games, I think it's, it's perfect for that, especially with the amount of patches that come out for those games and, um, you know, the DLC and everything, you're just instantly done. You don't have to go out and go to the store and wait for the downloads. And I think it's, I think it's cool, but it'll i remain. think i think that's
1: the market at least it will target for already gamers cuz most of us already are equipped with what we need to play games so yeah I... if they if they do that right then that instant access just being able to play quick games with people socially i think could work well i don't know if it's going to really hit the audience for new gamers i don't know cuz they're not if they can like afford like a uh, good internet, then they're not going to be getting this. If they can, they probably already have the game systems that they want. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see.
0: Yeah, the timing where of it it's... too. So they say it's going to come out this year, 2019. Yeah. And we're kind of at the end of what whatever generation this is. I don't even remember. We're not even. We don't even really have <laughs> generations anymore.
1: But I know, you know everyone, everyone we... launches their console. They want. <laughs> We're kind of at the end
0: of the Xbox One, PS4 generation, though. You know, we've kind of been there for a while. I think, I think those hardware, that hardware is doing everything it can do. Um, we've got the revisions of, you know, the Xbox One X and the PS4 Pro. And um, where else do you go? So if Microsoft can drop this before those consoles come out, which we've heard nothing about, the next, you know, iteration of the Xbox or the PS5, other than rumors, um, they might have something just to, you know, get, if they, if they can show a product that works the way they intend it to work, it has the timing to jump out ahead. It, it I think it does. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
0: that's kind of like you know, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty kind of came out before anything else had HD, and it was you know did well. It wasn't the only reason it did well, but timing is everything. So
1: we'll That's see. That's true.
0: We'll see what happens. We've got you know the the price and the games will be the big thing, like we mentioned it multiple times. So anything yeah. else you want to add to that?
1: Um, I mean we we can talk more on. Impact the streaming in general with as we continue our discussion, but uh, that's probably more or less what we have to say on Google Stadia. The name doesn't really fall off the ton, I had to think for a second. (laughs) Stadium,
0: everything there, I guess. I don't know, I guess. I
1: don't know. (laughs) I I just
0: play games, I don't talk to people. Why not just
1: call it Google
0: Games? I don't know, (laughs) like everything else, Google News, Google this, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Google Journalism. (laughs) <laughs> something i don't know but um yeah so um but with the streaming theme you know we talked about um microsoft is also talking about their project xcloud which uh will allow you to stream to your phone um xbox games uh, very similar type of technology i guess i didn't see anything about pricing or if it was just you buy the game and you get that access um
1: yeah i I think they said they'd have more to announce at e3 for that those details
0: yeah they said i think it was google went big at gdc we're going bigger at e3 or something like that was the (laughs) quote that i read from uh, the ceo um but this xcloud thing that they showed off was um it looks very similar to what PlayStation just released with their remote play for PS4. Um, Sorry. I haven't tried that cause I don't have a PS4. Um, but personally a touch, a touchscreen controller is just out of the question for me. <laughs> um, like the X- Xbox is kind of doing the same thing. So I guess the default layout is the entire Xbox controller just as, mm-hmm. um, digital
1: buttons on the screen and that... It was just the ideal, but... <laughs> What's that? Not not the ideal way to play a game. Yeah, but, um... I mean,
0: I don't want a button for... Like, a button... A standalone flat button for a trigger just doesn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, like, if you have to hold the trigger to do something, you're going to have to, like, hit your screen like that. It's going to be really weird. Um, but that's kind of what the PlayStation 4's criticism was for that for their app, too, was just kind of, like, you know what the heck is this controller
1: controls (laughs) and latency
0: yeah so but the one thing that's that xbox i guess showed was the um touch adaption so each game could have its specific controls for it like uh, i think the example they showed was like cuphead where cuphead has just the d-pad and then it has two buttons
1: yeah so for on a game by game basis
0: yeah so um they I think... gave
1: another cool example for halo because uh, if you think about it halo has a lot of different kind of uh mechanics within the game like it's a first person shooter and then all of a sudden it's a vehicle driver when you're on the warthog and so they are allowing the programmers to kind of have the game recognize when those instances happen and then the, uh, adapt the controls easily so that players don't have to use like one button layout for the entire game they can have it switch over when you jump onto a warthog yeah that controls me that makes more sense yeah
0: it's 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 cool um you know i think every i think that's microsoft i mean they're kind of they've been working a lot with nintendo lately um but, you know, Sony always copies Nintendo with everything. So <laughs> this, I think that remote play kind of gives those users the ability to have that Play Anywhere feel like the Switch gives you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of what this gives Microsoft as well on the cheap without having to develop hardware. They just make a software interface. They do that. Um, yeah, You know, if it works well, then that's that's great. Especially, you know, if you can if you can pair a controller to the device and use it that way with like a little clip or something, then that's great. But, um, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll see what comes out of it. Um, streaming is, you know, everyone's trying to get that instant access, play wherever you want, pick up wherever you left off. Um, um, you know, model right now. So, um, I don't know. What is is that where we're going to end up? Is that the next <laughs> is that the next phase <laughs> like
2: I, I um...
1: I'm very curious about this. Yeah, cuz you look at like all other forms of media like how they've been changing like music how it went to like digital iTunes only and then now it's like Spotify streaming and even like uh movies and TV shows are now just being streamed and competed for on Netflix and Hulu and all these other streaming platforms. Like, like I don't even have cable anymore. Cable now. I, yeah. don't, I don't <laughs> have cable.
0: I have, I have PlayStation Now, or PlayStation View. and um, I love it. I think it's great. Um, there's a few channels yeah. that I wish I had, like NHL Network and... Um, I don't have any of the Viacom channels like Comedy Central and stuff like that, which is a little disappointing because they couldn't come to an agreement. However, the price still went up, so it was like I lost like 15 channels and I paid $15 more to lose those channels. <laughs> but um, but overall I still like the service just because I don't have, you know, I pay 50 bucks flat for that stream. And I don't have service fees, I don't have a contract, um, you know, it just it's it's nice to just be in control, I guess, of what you're paying for. Like I could stop at any moment and go try a different streaming service. I can go try Sling or I can go try YouTube T V or I could go try, um I think Hulu has a live one. There's there's definitely a marketplace for um for that direct tv now has one as well so um so yeah there's definitely a market and like you were saying you know music went to you know i don't hear many people i mean i do it but i don't hear many people really talk about like oh i downloaded a bunch of music on itunes or something like that it's yeah. always just like oh i have a spotify
1: playlist these or, or records anymore and they are like hipsters who just want to collect records (laughs) vinyl collection yeah
0: (laughs) so i thought about getting in the vinyl but uh what a mess what a mess i'd love to just i mean i don't know it would be nothing but like re-released vinyl from like the 90s and up so it wouldn't be like true vinyl collecting um but but yeah like you know even like Apple music has their own streaming service now. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, like I said earlier when talking about Google, um, you know, I have the, uh, Amazon streaming movies, your iTunes streams, movies. Now there's, um, so many other services that do that.
1: And I think part, part of it is just like a matter of convenience. Like people, probably own dvds of like certain movies but if they see it being streamed on here they'll rather watch it that way just because it's easier to pull up rather than (laughs) yeah i mean it's not like as clear as a blu-ray or something it's like whatever this is easier (laughs)
0: yeah but that's the thing like i've streamed almost every i've streamed pretty much every marvel mcu like movie (laughs) that's come out in the last you know five years and i thought they looked fantastic i mean so if the blu-ray looks better than that great it's but i don't think it's gonna look that much better than it.
1: to, yeah it's like this is good enough yeah um and that's that's what i'm curious if if that's gonna kind of translate if games go this way like this is good enough like maybe it's not 100 percent the latency input or something but if
0: I think I'm latency, just gonna play it once anyways, I don't know yeah I, don't, I think latency is that has to be spot on that
1: deal breaker <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> because if you're if you're hitting forward and your guy's taking half a second to move forward, you're gonna throw that game down and you're not gonna touch it again. there's plenty yeah. <laughs> of games that I've tried to play online before and just been like, nope done just because of latency and stuff like that um, even like you know playing a like a emulator. If an emulator is bad, like playing Super Mario World, trying to like hit a block and you miss it every time because the the latency is just off, no, mm-hmm. you know, depending on the emulator. Um, yeah, that's just it. Just doesn't make you want to play the game anymore. It's just you don't want to reteach your brain to play something. Um, yep. Or think that the game is just poorly designed where you have to do that.
1: So. Yeah, I think just the interactive nature of games is probably gonna probably resist this streaming service just because while movies and music it's more of a passive entertainment this is like you want every bit of like accuracy of input that you can get yeah um i think it'd be
0: streaming is fantastic for a lot of um, retro titles. I think it'll be... I think if they focused on some sort of digital archive, it would be really cool. Um, you know, going from, like, the 8-bit era up through, you know, the 16-bit era. Um, but again, most of that's owned by Sega, Sony, or Sega and Nintendo. So it yeah. would have to be something <laughs> they did on their end, which we are seeing with Nintendo Switch Online. But, True. Um,
1: it's kind of almost like you're paying a yearly fee, and you're getting access to all these old NES games now.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I definitely think that those type of games you'll have less issues with because, I mean, think about streaming here. Um, those games require almost zero processing power based on modern, you know, modern computers. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> You can run all those games on your
1: phone. You could probably run them on Tell your me, watch. Your like, <laughs> like, brother's just not the same uh, well, yeah, complexity. I mean, Assassin's Creed. Or <laughs> yeah, I mean
0: that's the thing. Like those games would run no problem, and I think most people would probably have the exact same experience with that type of game. So I think that'd be a great way to, you know, jump into it. But um, but obviously that doesn't that doesn't take us anywhere in the future. Um, You know, you've got to have that market. You've got to be able to get the latest and greatest. And if they can pull it off, any of these companies can pull out streaming. Um, I think it'll be big. I think it'll be big. There will be a resistance for the hardcore people that, you know, want their consoles. Probably like me. I don't know. I'm still open to the idea. I think it's really cool. And there's always a part of me that wants to get rid of all that and just have nothing and just... A single <laughs> box that streams it all, or just the Chromecast plugged in behind the wall that I don't even see. And if I can play everything, it's it's cool. But if Nintendo's not on there, I'm not going to do it. So <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't really make a, make a difference. Mm-hmm. So,
1: um, yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, last angle I'd want to explore is just like, will this like affect the market itself for like game developers and like how games are priced and stuff like i haven't really looked that much into uh like xbox game pass or playstation now but i mean they have services where they're basically renting a selection of games for a set fee but i'm curious if we move more into like service based gaming that's just a handful of games is this is going to change the market at all
0: yeah, I think those services are like, what, like $30 or $40 a month? I think... Or is it 25 It's something somewhere around there.
1: Yeah, I know the PlayStation one's more than the Xbox, but it's somewhere around there. Yeah, so um,
0: when I when I heard about that, I thought it was pretty cool. I was like, oh, I can play all these games, but, you know, I don't use my Xbox enough. And I don't think there's enough games that I personally liked on the Xbox collection that I would... Want to go back to using that service um playstation there might be a few in there that i you know would want but i think since then i've probably picked up most of them either on playstation or um i got remasters of stuff like crash and stuff like that um i think like the only game i ever even bought on the playstation network was like klonoa and crash so those are like two games um that i picked up But but yeah, as far as streaming on those things, um, those work on your PC too, right? I think the PlayStation Now is PC-based, isn't it? I don't remember. Uh, Yeah, I have no idea. (laughs) I I thought it was PC-based. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's PS4-based. But, um, you know, having the ability to play everything on any device, like watching a movie or listening to music, I think is... It's big, I think it's very big and um, I don't see it as a bad thing at all. Finish up this episode with uh, a review of the Nindies Direct, which is Nintendo's um, showcase they put on for independent developers, and they started off very big with announcing oh, yeah. that Cuphead was coming to Switch, which is something
1: I know you've been waiting for for a while. As I never <laughs> thought it would happen, like a Microsoft <laughs> exclusive game as great as that, and then now them just like yeah we want this to go on switch i'm like thank you (laughs) thank you
2: (laughs) thank you
0: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah um patrick and i played cuphead i bought it on my xbox and um played it on my pc and xbox kind of um between both platforms Due to like different issues we were having trying to play the game with my my Xbox was kind of acting up and then my PC was <laughs> acting up and then we finally were able to get a solid connection and um, finish the game we 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 beat the game um, we got Such- we got everything we had a hundred percent except for it didn't save it didn't save something I think oh we didn't get a hundred full hundred percent because in the very last like part
1: the second to last boss had like multiple bosses within it
0: yeah and you only got 100 percent if you played all of them and we skipped we just did the fastest path to get through to the <laughs> boss and uh, even though we played them all at some point just trying to get through it um so we never got that i think the save file we have is like 97 we, we pretty much 100 it. and though. we we did because we like you said you know we beat them all it just we didn't beat them all in one sitting <laughs> we kept dying we kept dying on like the last one to get to the boss um so you know i know you know patrick's excited to actually be able to own this like, and sit down and...
1: i feel like i owe it just to buy this day one just because it's such a great game and having played it an entire your system was like all right it's my turn to buy it and play through it because yeah do it. It's <laughs> so I much. Think,
0: fun. I think you'll enjoy it too, because well, I know you will. I mean, we had a we had a great time playing co op, and um, like it's it's a lot easier single player, in my That's opinion.
1: Um, There's a uh, chaos on the screen. <laughs>
0: I don't even know if it's that or if they just like if they increase the difficulty or what. Because you know, me and you died. We made it to like the spot that tells you how well, how much you die the first time we played it and i think we had like we had like 300 deaths or something like that it was something insane and when i went back and played it solo when i got to that part i had like 75 deaths (laughs) and i knew i like you know i i wasn't that much better i mean i guess maybe knowing knowing the bosses maybe yeah but
1: um then I again, you like, might be right. They might add more health to the bosses or... Yeah. Like, or um, it might be just easier because sometimes the very nature of having two players makes it kind of harder to predict where the boss is going to aim attacks, which kind of makes it harder to anticipate.
0: So Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm sure somebody's done the research on that to say if it is or isn't, but that was just my personal experience was it felt a lot easier. And there was bosses that, like, when we were playing together i was struggling with like completely and then like i would die and you'd take over and um but then i, I played a single player and literally had zero problems <laughs> beat him on the first try um so it's definitely weird but the game is awesome the art style is just amazing Okay, oh, music and... It's it's a cartoon. It's a '30s, you know, '20s, '30s cartoon, like brought to life. It's perfect. Um, I don't
1: think with I've ever the trippy weirdness that came with old cartoons with those eras.
0: Yeah, it's just like <laughs> so good. They did such a good job to make it feel like you're actually controlling something from an old film, like from an old, you know, like like it's hand like it, it is hand drawn, but it's like you're controlling a cartoon it's it's awesome just i mean i'll probably buy it for switch too just because it's so good and i want to support it yeah but um and again i'll get back into playing it since i haven't really played it on my xbox since uh we beat it but it's <laughs> awesome game awesome game i would love if it had online multiplayer just so we could play it again but,
1: um, you know, without having <laughs> also, to schedule
0: time. But I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. The original okay. one
2: didn't have it. <laughs>
1: yeah. so. and it really is, like, perfect for the Switch. I know that's kind of a cliche saying. But, uh, like, all the bosses can be beaten in, like, two minutes, technically. Yeah. It'll get be longer because you'll keep dying and having to learn the patterns. But it's a perfect kind of game that you can just pick up, play, and... Maybe beat a boss or maybe just die and keep playing. And so. that's one of the ways
0: to get like you get rated on each level. It's like three stars, I think, or there's like six you have to and, get like six it's
1: three different categories you get rated for. I think it was like how many hits did you take? How many you know, areas you, you did. And, and time then,
0: time was like under three minutes, I think. If you could beat it under three minutes or something. Yeah, so I don't know, it's awesome. I mean it's 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 like a classic side-scrolling shooter game, Contra-esque. You know, bullet hell. Sometimes you gotta kind of dodge everything and go from there. So, looking forward to Cuphead that comes out on April eighteenth.
1: So soon, yes. Yeah,
0: less, you know, I'm less than a month away at this point. So that'll be a, a good title to, to grab. Um, some other stuff that was announced um there's a game called katana zero looks pretty cool Mm -hmm. Uh, looks kind of like you know we were just talking about this you said it looked like celeste yeah it gave me a
1: little celeste vibes just in the sense that it's kind of like little rooms or like micro challenges in which you try to perfectly complete and if you mess up you can just easily rewind and start again
0: so yeah it looks looks uh really cool it's got like kind of Ninja and yeah, feel to it. Yeah, instead of
1: a climber, you're uh, an assassin, though. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's different. I, again, I only saw this trailer a few minutes ago because I missed the uh, direct due to some issues at work when uh, this dropped, so I didn't really have the time to look at it and analyze it. Um, there were a lot of um, rogue-like games procedural
1: procedural games games and kind of all blended together after a while (laughs) yeah so
0: that was kind of my thing like looking through these games that are on here a lot of games they're they've got that cell shady isometric look and you'd think that every game was developed by the same company (laughs) that's kind of the look i'm getting like i mean i'm sure you know i'm sure all these games play differently but that's one, of my, that's one of my biggest things with indies when like they first started becoming big. Like, when you started getting like bigger indie titles dropping back in the day, it was always like, oh, another indie title. It's muddy pixel art. It all looks the same. And I think we're still kind of there. I feel like that's just kind of the norm. Um, some people do it really well. Some people don't do it so well. Um, I personally just kind of get burned out on it um just for the muddiness like i think some some pixel art needs to have some something unique to it but i feel like like was it undertale like i feel like everything kind of has that like undertale look to it or like um, i'm trying to just use that as an example like even like blossom tales i talked about that a couple weeks ago like it kind of had that muddy pixel art it's like there's so many other games that came out in those eras that they're trying to mimic that look so much better than what's coming out 20 years (laughs) later um but you know they're they're still good games there's still good games out Mm -hmm. there that look like that it's just you know they all kind of start to blend together and the procedural generated games are all starting to it seems to be like 90 percent of what this direct was (laughs) so
1: um yeah but uh a few games that did like something different did stand out for just that reason um, <laughs> yeah it's like oh finally something different <laughs> yeah and like you know you said you you have
0: uh a list of some very good pixely art games that i oh, can check out I so.
1: can high-end pixel art yeah I can
0: that's what i want i want
1: high-end it. pixel art i'm a pixel i'm like, a pixel oh, snob it's just gorgeous yeah. <laughs> uh, um or I- iconoclast was a pretty fun game i played recently um but yeah, I mean, those are games that they, those developers I'm pretty sure spent years on, so.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so like another big title that a lot of people are talking about that was actually available now was uh, Blaster Master Zero 2.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Zero was the, uh, I think it was dropped with the Switch. It was like a launch title, like a launch shop pretty... title. Yeah.
2: Or, yeah.
0: or very close to it. Um, I played a little bit of the NES game, which is also on Nintendo Switch online I believe. Um I remember playing it a little bit as a kid. My one of my friends that was like his game. He was constantly playing that, talking about it. Like he had a lot of NES games though, so that was um just another game I never really got into, but um I I definitely want to check out the first one. I never did. Um I know, you know, Blaster Master is a pretty pretty big series i mean never really had a sequel outside of the new ones that just came out so um sure yeah,
1: and you're... i i tried the demo of the the first one on switch it was it was pretty fun um i'll admit the the sequel this new one that they just showed off in the the Nindy's direct does look like it has a lot more to offer like it looks pretty cool i might have to look at it yeah, uh-uh. so
0: I'm definitely going to check out the demo, the first one, um, just because, you know, I think I've played, like, the first level of the NES game, and that was it, and <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember doing very well. I think the controls were kind of weird, or I don't know, like, I feel like, I feel like I remember it driving kind of funny over terrain, like, your aiming was kind of, like, Yeah. down, and, like, I don't know, I I have to look at it again, I I don't remember much about it um but there's there was some other stuff too i'm just kind of skipping over looking at this list um just because mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know much about it and
1: i don't think the only that... other one that jumped out to me was uh besides the big one last one that we'll talk about but it was that pinball looking one that was a... the creature in the, well. creature in the well thank you uh yeah because that that one looks kind of cool just like a different kind of mechanical style taking inspiration from pinball and stuff and looked like it could be kind of cool
0: yeah. I mean, I can, I can see that. Um, like I know there's been talk of that being, um, kind of compared to like the, the pinball parts of like a Zelda boss where you kind of play tennis back and forth with like a, a light <laughs> orb. Cause in this game you show these, like, there's like a power ball that you're hitting back and forth. that's ricocheting around the, the environment to, uh, Kill enemies and it looks like maybe hit switches. It was kind of hard to see what exactly was you know going on, other than the guy slashing the sword and having a ball kind of hit all sorts of different pinball esque bumpers and flippers and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that's that's another one. But but let's let's get to the big one. Let's get to the big one and wrap up this episode.
1: All right, and so, that was
0: yeah. Yeah, so we have Cadence of Hyrule, which was completely dropped out of nowhere. Um, Just
1: kind of amazing, Nintendo loaning such a big franchise to such a small independent developer.
0: Yeah, so this is uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer, which I never played. I feel like I've heard of it before, but I never, never played it before. Um, Mm -hmm. And, I don't know, did you ever play the original
1: I was close to trying it. I like even like looked it up and everything. Cause I was like music crawling dungeon crawler. That sounds like a fun concept on paper. Um, but I think, I think it was just the music that kind of turned me off. Like I, it's a matter of personal taste, but it was like, of just like techno ish music, which didn't really appeal to me for like an entire game. So that, I think that's why I tuned out. But, uh, if it's Zelda music, <laughs> that might get me on board. <laughs> yeah, I'm,
0: I'm kind of tempted. Like after hearing what it was, because um, I feel like I've heard what I've heard of the game before, but I never knew what it was. I just I feel like I've heard the name in the past, but um, rhythm games are usually pretty fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: I don't think I've played a rhythm game that I really didn't like. Maybe a drumming one or you know something like that, but um, but like. I used to play some rhythm games, like, more musical-based, not, like, a dungeon crawler, which that's why... That's what I find interesting, because, like, I've, mm-hmm. I've played, like, on-track rhythm games, like, you know, Guitar Hero, of course, Rock Band, but even before that, um, this game called Frequency and this game called Amplitude on PS2, which you are ship that you have to hit the buttons to the rhythm of the song, and they're all, like, licensed songs, like Blink-182 songs and... Um, You know, there's like Beastie Boys, a bunch of stuff, and you've got to like move your spaceship between the tracks to do like the vocals, the guitar, the drums, the bass, and as you get farther, they stop. Um, But, you know, that's, that's my idea of a rhythm game, or like Dance Dance Revolution, that's my idea of a rhythm game, so something that's a little out there looks more of like a strategic which i'm not a big fan of strategy games but this is action as well so you're actually controlling you can control your character to the beat you just got to kind of think ahead i I think i can deal with that it's not just a turn-based sort of you know yeah action (laughs) adventure that's what i don't like but um i I had to
1: plug my phone in i'm sorry (laughs) it's
0: all good whatever um but yeah, I think I think this looks interesting. Um, watching the trailer, as soon as they stepped, as soon as like I hear this voice and I'm looking at the art style, I'm like, this kind of looks like Zelda. What is this? <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm not really paying attention to the music, but then all of a sudden she's like, "What is this place?" <laughs> do, 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 do. Like remixed. I was like, "Oh man, Zel- this is <laughs> this is interesting." And and um. When they show Link and Zelda join the game, and they look like very minish cap art stylish. Um, yeah, yeah. Just the uh, the the drawing was great. The remix of Tall Tall Heights was awesome. They're using they're using Link's Awakening assets, which is coming out <laughs> this year as well, which is just really cool. I'm really curious to see what else is on here. I think I heard the. Types for Link's Awakening. Right? <laughs> and I think there's like. I think I heard there's going to be like 25 Zelda tracks on this. Yeah. That's what I read. So, um. Or what I heard. Yeah, I'm
1: curious what other tracks they'll select. Like maybe some, uh. Sana Storms or the battle of the Goddess from yeah. Skyward Sword or just. There's so much they could choose from. Some Lon Lon Ranch. Very. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <De-de-de-de>.
0: <laughs> Very somber. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i think it's uh i don't know it's, it's different it's different it's a game i've never played garudo valley they
1: gotta have garudo valley oh,
0: of course they're gonna have garudo
2: valley <laughs> that's gonna be
0: that's gonna be like a boss battle or something something really fast um yeah i i think it's just really cool to check out you know it's a it's a new style of game on a that i've never played before obviously but um Something new for, you know, a kind of a tied-over Zelda game that, like you said, it was very interesting that they handed over one of their, you know, Nintendo's, like, second-biggest IP, <laughs> you know, only behind, like, Mario and Pokemon, if you count that as a Nintendo IP. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's it's kind of crazy. They gave that to a company to just have their way with. Well, I'm sure they were heavily involved, <laughs> to make sure, but but still, I mean, that's... I also heard some people say that they, they thought the game looked less like a Crypt of the Necrodancer and more like a Zelda game with those mechanics.
1: Yeah, like, so. I I think the description still says, like, it's probably procedurally generated, but I'm kind of hoping, like, maybe it's procedurally generated with kind of a more structured story or something like story beats that you get to. So, yeah,
0: <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to checking that out. Um, you know, it's, 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 yeah. it's, it's a Zelda game or links in it. <laughs> I'm going to check it out. Um, yeah. that's a good I like, game. I
1: like the, a lot of the little touches they added into like familiar Zelda elements. Like you see those, uh, hopping statues from a link to the past, but they're all like, carrying like rock guitars and stuff <laughs> and it's just
0: Yeah, there's a lot of different enemies that they showed in there that um mm-hmm. that, you know, throw back to multiple Zelda games. So Yeah. Um it'll it'll be cool. It was kind of like, you know, that battle you were talking about is like the first boss in the it's like the first boss of um Link Link to the Past. Yeah, yeah and the the eastern temple yeah. dungeon so you've got that and um you know there was i swear i saw like the knights from phantom hourglass and mm-hmm. those are uh, dark knights yeah, yeah so and you see the
1: posts and slimes and all yeah, kinds of stuff
0: lots of stuff that was you know it's it's cool there we'll see what they do with it but i i think that was a pretty big surprise especially you know you're not expecting to see link or zelda in a Nindy's direct so exactly <laughs> that's that's the big thing there um so we'll see what happens like there's no there's no release date on that but i would imagine that yeah. it has to come out before link's awakening would be yeah, would yeah i
1: i would imagine so but then again it's like from a smaller studio so development time may vary for so.
0: yeah um, what resources they have yeah but um, yeah we'll look forward to that it's another Zelda game to add to the list and go from there but I don't know if you don't have anything else to say I think that pretty much wraps up episode 3
1: All right. Um, Uh, I think we managed to make it at least shorter than episode 2 so yeah I think so
0: (laughs) yeah not too long we still recorded for a while just from talking before recordings but um (laughs) But we can, um, we can end it on that. Um, you can find us on YouTube, Podbean, and iTunes now. Um, leave us a review. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be complaints about the audio. I'm trying to get that figured out. Um, last week, I thought it was worked out, but my device was recording from the wrong microphone. <laughs> this week, it should be using the correct microphone, which I'm going to tap there just to give an idea of what it should have been using the first time. Um, but I still think I might be picking up a little bit of interference from just air noise around the room. So um, I will probably invest in an actual nice microphone just to avoid that instead of using headsets. But we got to get started somehow. We got to start talking, getting our ideas out, getting a better um, flow of conversation. So unfortunately, this is what you get <laughs> a work in progress. <laughs>
1: Um, if we didn't do it now we'd never get to talk about these topics so yeah,
0: other than to ourselves yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um so yeah please bear with us if uh, you know if you got this far into the recording um please bear with us we're gonna try to make this as you know the best we can um and hopefully
1: we will wrap it up
2: yeah Until next
1: time, uh, happy gaming, everyone. (laughs)